1: Trot's Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness
0: Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz.
2: Kia ora, good morning. Welcome to Trot's Talk. Michael Guerin joining you for the next hour to talk about harness racing things. I uh, hope your Sunday started well. If you're one of our brothers or sisters from Fiji, congratulations. VG beating England this morning at Twickenham. (laughs) That is tasty stuff in the lead-up to the Rugby World Cup. Absolutely outstanding as the World Cup is now less than two weeks away and we won't discuss those other little happenings at Twickenham yesterday. But on the racing front, we have a very big harness racing show to talk about today. We have a horse we probably didn't think was going to be in the New Zealand Trotting Cup. Qualifying at Addington on Friday night. We have Rangiura on today, and later in the show, we're going to find out from Courtney Buchanan from Harness Racing New Zealand more about their September Blue program, what it means, and how you can help. And also, Mark Purden, the superstar, is going to join us to update us on some of his stars, and there's plenty. But at Addington on Friday night, they had a race named after one of the greatest drivers ever in New Zealand history. It was the Morris Holmes Vase, and there was a ticket to the cup waiting in the winner's circle
3: the leader is anything goes second quarter 29 1 and for the half all American lover there to challenge American me sweating the lane the Falcon in a good spot then came Mossdale Ben Smithy's terror urged along got you covered from Coravelli star but it's anything goes cruising here lead to the half at the 300 meters 27 one back straight quarter from all American lover then came American me Mosdale, Ben and the Falcon anything goes shaken up American me the far side all American lover sticking on and Most stale ben going through his gears anything goes mossdale ben rockets at him the outside mossdale ben american me and anything goes mossdale ben with his head in front and mossdale ben for the morris homes mossdale ben Beats American meat, anything goes forth. I think all American love it.
2: You could hear the surprise in the voice of Matt Cross, the commentator, at the 300 metre mark when Mossdale Ben loomed up to win. Ben Hope is his driver. The horse is trained by his mother and father, Greg and Nina. Ben, good morning to you. Were you as surprised as Matt at the top of the straight?
1: Yeah, uh, hi mate. Uh, good to be here. Uh, yeah, yes and no. Um, I knew that um, if he got the right run, he was uh, certainly going to going to show that he, he wasn't far away. Um, but to uh, you know to win it like he did, um, you know, certainly was a a yeah, pleasant surprise.
2: Okay, he's now in the New Zealand Trotting Cup. Is it a case that you now make that the focus of the spring? Or can you not do that because that could potentially mean you're not peaking him for Methven Cups or you know, Hannon Memorials and all the other potential races he, should, he could go through? What's the stable's attitude to the golden ticket?
1: Yeah, no, it, it is it is a bonus, really, um, you know, because it means we don't have to go in, in every dog fight, really, because, um, you know, he probably wasn't going to be in the top 15 um, before this race. So um, it means that we can sort of, you know, place him where we, uh, where we want. You know, the New Zealand Cup's definitely, uh, now that he's got his ticket, we're definitely going to aim towards the New Zealand Cup. But obviously, uh, you know, these other feature races, um, you know, we've got to obviously have a few more races before we go in the Cup. So, um, you know, the New Brighton Cup will be the the next on the assignment, I'd say.
2: Is he a horse who's improving or is he a horse who has just found himself in the right races?
1: Uh, Probably a mixture of both, Um, you know, certainly a a few of the probably uh, more favoured runners that will be in the Cup obviously uh, weren't in that race last night, but in in saying that to the horse's credit, um, you know, he is running nice times and um, he's shown that he's a great follower of speed, so, um, you know, I think he's uh, proved himself that he's, he's going to, he deserves a spot anyway, um, definitely.
2: Ben, before we talk about the other stable stars and the runners at Rungiora today, you've just come back from a sabbatical in Victoria working alongside Brent Lilly, I believe. Um, what did you make of it? What did you learn?
1: Uh, yeah, it was great. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Brent and Tracy are, are great people, and um, you know they've won a lot of races over there. Um, certainly got some very good trotters in this stable at the moment, and Queen Elida and Elder Baron Zeus. So, um, you know, it was good to see how they work and. And what they do with their horses, um, he's certainly got a lot of trotters there. So, um, you know, with mum and dad having a lot of trotters at home themselves too, it was good to see, um, you know, how they do it. And, um, you know, it was a trip that i definitely uh, glad that I did. And, um, you know, it was the right time of the year. Um, but to be back, I'm, I'm pretty excited to be back. And, yeah, really looking forward to the spring racing.
2: Midnight Dash is one of your stable's three open class trotting stars. He resumed on Friday night. What did you make of him?
1: Yeah, no, I, I was happy enough, really. I before the race, I, I was very confident, and I, you know, I wasn't shying away that I, I was pretty confident with the horse. But looking back at it, the way he blew after the race, and, and looking at him, he, he blew over the back. I was probably uh, I underestimated how much he'd need that run, and um, you know, the stable was happy. Mum and dad were really happy with how he's pulled up. So I always say he's just going to take a couple of runs. He had the longest because of the setback last start. He had the longest break in his career, and. Um, you know, usually he only has three or four weeks out, but he had three months out over the winter. So, um, you know, I'd say he's just going to take a couple more races to get back up to his fitness. So, um, yeah, we were happy enough.
2: What about the big fella, Muscle Mountain? He is our best trotter at the moment. When do we see him?
1: Yeah, no, he's coming up really well. Um, you know, no issues. Uh, he'll be trialling on Wednesday and then uh, the audio Cup. So that will be his yeah, first race assignment in days' time.
2: How does he look? Because he, he's never been a big, round, fat type of older horse, but has he developed any way in that shape that over the last three or four months? Has he paid some weight on, or is he still quite endomorphic?
1: Uh, yeah, he's, he's still, a, you know, obviously a very big boy. Uh, he's, he's put on a bit, I reckon. I reckon he's, uh, you know, looking a bit stronger than he was in the last time I saw him. Um... And he's probably a bit more settled to what he was. He's, he seems to be growing in that aspect all the time. Um, he's always been a little bit of a hothead at times, um, but he's certainly getting uh, a bit more sensible as he gets older. So, um, you know, he's coming up really well, and, and there's no reason to suggest why he, uh, you know, won't be a, a better horse this time in.
2: He galloped in the Row Cup last start and was absolutely sensational afterwards. Has the stable and the family spoken about. What are going to do around mixing mobiles and standing starts? Because often when you mix a horse into a mobile, a standing start can be slightly confusing for the next time out. Do you still take him to Ashburton for the flying stakes, which he's dominated the last two years, or would you like to stick to the standing starts to keep his head right for the Dominion?
1: Yeah, I'm probably sort of thinking, you know, um, keep to the standing starts. Um, But in saying that, that's just sort of my thoughts. Um, You know, Mum and Dad, I haven't really spoken to them too much about sort of what races they're going to target. Um, But, yeah, I think keeping to a standing starts wouldn't be a bad idea. He's obviously, you know, won that flying sprint the last two years in a row. So, um, you know, the Dominion's the one we want. Um, and I've also sort of spoken to the parents about putting him on the unruly um, obviously it's a bit of a disadvantage being on the unruly but um, he proved in the road cup that he can give them a bit of a start and be competitive so um, you know I, I feel like on the unruly I'd probably be more confident I, I know I can get him away in a normal uh, procedure but I'd say on the unruly I'd be, I'd be pretty confident that uh, he'd, he'd get away so um, that's probably something that I've pushed but in saying that mum and dad are the trainers so um, you know, they'll, uh, you know, they'll probably come up with that stuff. But yeah, that's the way I'm thinking anyway.
2: Mate, you're off to Rangiarura today. The family has two in race two, Love Walked In and Instant Classic. Tell us about these two.
1: Yep. Uh, they've both got ability. Uh, they probably uh, haven't got the best skates. Um, that's probably what lets them down a bit. Uh, Love Walked In's first up one was really encouraging. Um and, yeah, instant classic trial the other day in a nice time. So they're, they're both trotters that will be competitive in their race, but, um, yeah, they're no uh, they're no certainties, but I feel like uh, they're both first four chances.
2: In race three, Mustel Margaret makes her debut. She's been trialling well, two on the second line. It's not ideal, but it's not a disaster.
1: No, that's right. Um, it looks like there's a bit of speed on that front line, so, um, you know, hopefully we get a nice run through. Uh, she's a filly that the stable definitely have a lot of time for, and... Um, I qualified her last week, and and she felt pretty nice. So, um, yeah, she'd be uh, yeah, she'd definitely be my best driver of the day, I think.
2: In race five, you're on tremendous lover. Number one comes out, so you're drawn the pole. Um, what do you make of tremendous lover in what's not an overly strong field?
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, there's a couple that go okay, but there's uh, yeah, no no world beaters in there. So you know, like we'll be our aim is to step and ways probably a little bit of a fifty fifty from a stand, but if we can. You know, if we're not standing around too long and have him in the right direction, he could step away and, um, you know, he'll be driven for a sit and, uh, you know, he's a first four chance with a few things going his way.
2: Michael Kane returns for the stable in the eighth on the card at ten past three. How's Michael Kane been working?
1: Uh, yeah, he's a horse with ability. His troll the other day was nice. Um, we'll probably first up, uh, first run for the campaign, so I'd say we'll probably be trying to look to slot in early and just drive him for one sit at them. He's a horse with the ability, um, doesn't always doesn't always run to it, um, but, yeah, he, he has got the ability, so you can't leave him out, but, yeah, he'll just be looking to drive him for one sit at them, and if he's on his game, he'll be a big chance.
2: Stable also has Crystal Delight there for young driver Riley Harrison.
1: Yeah, um, it was the first first run for a while. Um She's been trialling okay, so Dad just thought, you know, if she was lucky enough to uh, fluke it, um, you know, it's half points for a junior claim, and, um, you know, Riley's just starting off, and she's, uh, you know, definitely a driver with potential, so, um, you know, I'm more than happy to give Riley a drive, and, yeah, hopefully she goes well for her.
2: In race nine at 337, you guys have Tedesco. There's no form behind him, but he's shown glimpses in the past.
1: Yeah, no, he's a horse with ability, Um He's certainly not the worst. His form line um, probably has been, you know, below average. Um, but I know parents have sort of tried a few different things. Um, and he's had a bit of a sort of a wee bit of a freshen up since his last last run. And he trialed well the other day. So um, parents are, you know, reasonably confident. They've sort of got him, you know, close enough to assist. So if he's able to get half a trip, um, i don't think, you know, he'll, he'll go close enough.
2: Talking about Tedesco, big game of footy for you next Friday. Of course, you're a Rabbitohs fan and uh, the Rabbitohs are going to be up against the Roosters and whoever wins is probably going to the top eight and whoever loses is probably not. So Tedesco will be your enemy next Friday night. Um, you might need to sneak away from the trots nice and early to catch that one.
1: Yeah, that's right. Now, there's been a, been a lot of drama around the South Sydney team as of late. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a huge game, really. Um if we win, we're definitely in the top eight. So, um, you know, with all the headlines about Latrell over the last, uh, you know, week or two, um, I'd like to think he's, well, he's not going to be playing, actually. Sorry, he's suspended. But, um, yeah, no, um, yeah, it's, it's not going to be easy. But, you know, I've got full confidence in the team.
2: As a South Sydney fan, how do you feel watching the Warriors do so well? Because most of the people around you, when you go to the pub on a Saturday night, I'm sure are yelling for the Warriors, so uh, have you had any thoughts about changing allegiances and coming to join us over on the, on the wild side?
1: No, shit no, 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 I'm <laughs> pleased with the Warriors are going well, but um, no, definitely won't be supporting them, but uh, you know, they've had a great season, so yeah. Um, you know, happy, uh, happy for them. But, um, yeah, no, definitely Rabbitohs <laughs> life.
2: Well, maybe they can be your finals team once the Rabbitohs get beaten next Friday night. Hey, Ben, okay. <laughs> thanks, yeah. thanks yeah. for joining <laughs> us, mate. Um, we're looking forward to seeing Muscle Mountain back at the trials on Wednesday. And just to reiterate for punters today at Rungiura, your best chance?
1: Yeah, my son, Margaret. Yeah, no, she'd definitely be my best driver, all going well.
2: Good on you, mate, and well done. And looking forward to seeing you in a New Zealand Cup.
1: Yeah, that sounds good.
2: Cheers, mate. Ben Hope who works for his uh, mother and father, Greg and Nina they have a wonderful team, they now have a horse Mossdale Ben in the New Zealand Trotting Cup, doesn't mean he'll absolutely have to start but he's got a ticket into the race, most of the other big New Zealand Cup names Copy That, Dakota, Self Assured uh, we haven't seen back at the races yet so yes things are going to get uh, more difficult for the Open Class ranks, just about the New Zealand Cup um, news coming out this week that Jason Grimson, the leading trainer of the Good Horses in Australia, he's won the last two Inter Dominions, and was here last year to run second in the Cup and second in the race by Grins. Now, he was disqualified for one year for getting involved in a fight. On a racetrack so it was a non-racing offence but he was disqualified for a year and he has appealed against that sentence he can't appeal against the verdict because he pleaded guilty but he's gone to the racing queensland appeals panel to appeal against the severity of the sentence of one year i would suggest he won't get that totally take it away. At best, they'll reduce it. The reason I'm telling you this is he has Swayze, the Blacks, a fake winner, in the New Zealand Cup and in the New Zealand Cup market. He was $7. He's now out to $9. Unless something untoward happens, something I, I can't possibly see happening because the appeal against the sentence must be in the next 20 days, I would suggest Jason won't be training Swayze um, by that stage, so it's all a bit strange. The story's a bit strange. It was a fight. It was a non-racing uh, event, and therefore it doesn't affect you know any of the horses involved. But it could affect Swayze longer term and its training regime because it would seem, without trying to, you know circumvent what's going to happen with the uh, the second version of the sentence. It would seem Jason won't be training by then for what could well be six to 12 months if he gets that sentence reduced on appeal. So, yes, just to be aware of that, um, we're trying to give you updates to make sure that your money is going where you think it's going rather than backing a horse who... Almost certainly will have a change of trainer before the Cup, of course, on November the 14th. This is Trot's Talk, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand. If you want to load a really cool website onto your laptop or onto your phone, hrenz.co.nz has heaps of cool information, race replays, and every race day, every single race day for the year, there is a preview, and to review the next day of the action. So Harness Racing New Zealand the place to go for more information. But for now, stick around. We'll take a break. Go chuck the jug on. We'll come back on the other side and go hunting for more winners today at Lungiura. I'm a sovereign man And I'm the so I got the south in my blood And I'm gonna be here till I'm dead and well dead. Well, our other Southern man, Greg O'Connor, is actually away. He's went to a wedding. you know Tim Butt, the great trainer Tim Butt? His daughter got married this week. Congratulations to the Butt family. So Greg's part of the family. He popped over there for a wedding, so he can't be with us this morning. But I'm technically a Southern man. 18 years in Greymouth. will do that to you. So, yep, here's the Southern man segment for today. Another Southern man is Matt Purvis. Um, Matt, good morning. Thanks for joining us here on Trot's Talk.
4: Yeah, thanks for having me, mate. It's always good to be here.
2: Mate, you had a great 2022. How's 2023 going for you?
4: Uh, it's probably been a little bit down on the 2022. Sort of had a virus run through the stables. that took months to get rid of. And then sort of, I've sort of changed focus a wee bit and had a bit of a restructure instead of doing 30-odd racehorses. I've got probably 10 or 11 yearling and two-year-olds now, which is good to be coming through the ranks.
2: Where did you get those from? Are these horses that have come from owners or did you buy them at the sales and then go out and find owners for them?
4: Yeah, the last couple of years we've been sort of buying one or two from the sales and then, yeah, my old man, he's always breeding a few so they've got to pop into work at some point and, yeah, we've sort of just grown away from there.
2: OK, on to the second on the card today, 12.35, at Rangiura. You've got Moondance with Matt Williamson in the bike. Look, clearly she's got some ability. It doesn't look a scary feel, but when you're off the unruly in a big field, Matt, sometimes you end up giving them 15 lengths.
4: Oh, definitely. It's sort of hard part about being a maiden trotter at the moment is there's a lot of them around and sort of you get these big fields. But sort of last started on my own, Mark Harold drove and said she stepped that good. She was going too quick for herself early. So hopefully Maddie can just sort of settle her down a wee bit there and get handy. But she's been shown at Addington. She's got the speed to get over them.
2: Okay. Are you thinking today the punters should back her or because of that big field? And personally, I find, Runga, you're a, a hard track to back horses her back in the field And um, Would you suggest maybe wait for another day?
4: No, off with track work, she shouldn't be too far away, and with Meddy on, he's not shy to get around the field, so I'll just leave it up to him, as long as she does the hard part of trotting, he can put her in the right spot.
2: Tell me, did you prefer the trotters or the paces to train?
4: Um, a nice trotter is lovely to train, but yeah, some of the trotters a bit of a headache, but... Yeah, no, I'd probably have to stick with trotters.
2: Yeah, well, Tom Brady is a trotter for you in the sixth on the card. And look, he's got ability. Um, he finds himself in a field today without many form opposition. What chance would the great quarterback be?
4: Yeah, his last run was a lot better than sort of how he'd been going. He's sort of a funny horse. He does have a lot of ability, but... Yeah, he, he was very unlucky when he was sort of born with the confirmation he's got. His gates never been his forte. But we've been tinkering around and I've changed the gear up a bit again and he really seems to be like he's starting to find his grooves. So if he can step good and love a spot, he sort of needs the speed on and he shouldn't be too far away from him in that grain. It is a drop back from where he has been racing.
2: In the seventh on the card, Matt, you've got Don Juan, Um Left maidens three starts ago, he's struggled since. Is it a case that he's getting used to this new grade of racing, or are you confident only being a three year old? He's got more wins in him.
4: Oh, he's definitely got more wins in him. Sort of his run since clearing maidens, he sort of his first run there. He never got to go at Ernington, and Ricky just sat there with the plugs in him behind and said, "Turn the page." And then last start, he was three lengths behind Sinbad in that and sort of running home 55, 26 and looking at how Herb in that race last night, he was right there with him at the finish. I think if he gets any sort of luck today, he should be quite hard to beat.
2: You've got a horse in race nine, I'm surprised to see you. your have Narahoe down from the North Island.
4: Yep, yep. One of my good owners, Brendan Marshall, bought him off Gavel House and he's sort of slotted into the beach life quite good and the feel he gives you in track work, if you can bring it to the races today, he's another one, I think, that's going to be right in there at the finish.
2: How did he end up at your place? Because I, I think he was with Ross Painter in the north, so unusual to see horses going from the north to the south.
4: Yeah, he was on Gavel House there, so old and he's always been looking for a, a trotter in that, and he sort of went off his own back and sort of bought him and just rang and said, I've got a trotter for you, so... That's how he arrived, then.
2: Quite on, happy he has ever been on Gavel House. It's it's very addictive. It's a very dangerous place to go because you go in there for a little bit of a look, mate, and before you know it, you're bidding on things.
4: Oh, definitely, definitely. I'd say there's plenty of people with that story. I just went to have a look, and all of a sudden, I've got one. So, but no, it's always good. It's a good way to move on those sort of horses, and at least tell people that they're available to buy for a reasonable price.
2: Yep, it's a great asset. That's uh, gavelhouse.co.nz or just go to nzb.co.nz and Gavel House has weekly or bi-weekly sales uh, of both, of course, gallopers and harness horses. And the last on the card, Matt, you have Finders Keepers. Gets the right draw and James Stormont, who's now living in the South Island, takes the reins.
4: Yep, she's sort of had a, had a way freshen up as it form towered off there. She sort of had a lingering bug that I finally think she's over it and yeah definitely from the one barrier she's got good gate speed and old James is a positive driver too so as long as she behaves around at the start and brings him in as scoring up, I think she's another very solid chance in that field
2: Well mate it's nice to talk to you today what's your best chance of getting our listeners a quid at the Rangaiura today? It
4: would be yeah definitely Don Juan I think he's the best winning chance but I like Ngārahoi, he'd be a solid top three, top four bet today, definitely.
2: Good on you Matt, looking forward to seeing you down there over the next couple of months as things get busy in harness racing in Canterbury, go well today.
4: Perfect, thank you very much.
2: Matt Purvis, from him we go to John Dunn, who of course is um, one of the keys of the Dunn Stable, his name's not on the stationery, but his name's behind most of the winners. Good morning to you John. Morning mate. Mate, uh, just talk us uh, through Henry Hubert. I believe he's been retired, the old fella. What a wonderful old servant for the stable he was.
5: Yeah, he was a good old horse, and he raced right from two to, two to nine or eight now. So um, they just sort of come back. It was always going to be sort of his last crack, but he'd come back, and he, he was telling us he's not, not quite the same of old. So uh, we pulled pin because it's a very hard, hard level and hard grade he's in.
2: All right, mate, let's talk about today. Uh, third on the card at the Runga You're driving Fergalicious. And look, Fergalicious uh, has been in significantly stronger fields than this, done a really good job. Sometimes, John, she's dropped back to maidens, and I would have thought she was going to win, but she hasn't. Today, there's two scratchings inside her. Can you be aggressive and go forward and give them a lesson with Fergalicious?
5: No, I don't know about that because it's first up, so I don't want to cut her first up. She's had a bit of a spell since come back from Auckland. Like you say, she's she's been really good races against some of the better ones up there. So, um, uh, I'm drawing our we but I'm sort of going to have to go forward a bit with uh, Sammy on the second row. So, if you go back, you have to go way back to last. So after after um, punch her out, punch her out early, and, and hopefully slot in a nice handy position.
2: What are you thinking? Winning chance today, or will improve with the run?
5: Uh, will improve with the run but uh, definitely a good each way bet.
2: Mate in the fourth on the card you drive country gold and I think it's found itself in the right type of race
5: Yeah he's gone really good every race to date and uh, so far the manners have been great at the start he's put himself very quick and puts himself up handy from the get go so if he does that again today he's got to be a nice each way
2: OK, is, is he the type of horse who who's a two- or three-win horse? I would have thought in his performances so far, um, he's probably better than, than a maiden.
5: Yeah, he is, actually. And, and to be fair, the ones that sort of beat him, they've been nice maidens and gone on a good job. So, uh, yeah, so the race form there stacks up quite well. And, and, yeah, I think he reckons you could win a few throughout his career.
2: In the sixth on the card, you've got La Dharma, um, fresh up for the stable. What can you tell us about La Dharma?
5: Yeah, trained on quite nice. only had one quite trial uh, 10 days ago at Gurua and, and trialed, trotted and trialled nice. So uh, same thing, though. She's had a fair, fair well off the racing scene, so uh, nothing like, nothing like race fitness, so she probably will improve on the run. So main main aspect today is just get around in one piece and be hitting the line and going
2: on from there. In race seven, you drive Sports Babe, another one for Henderson Hunter.
5: Yeah, a bit disappointed in this girl. She lets herself down. She steps good, but just can't muster speed to get herself in a good position, and she's like that from the mobile too, so she gets herself way back in races, which makes it very hard, so um, yeah, relying on
2: luck. You've got quite a few today who are fresh up, another one is in the 8th on the card, Bailey's pitch for Regan Todd.
5: Yeah, he won't trial or two. I was talking to Regan he's happy the way he's been working, but he's definitely the same boat as a couple who have been driving lately, he will improve on the run, so um, Handy enough draw, so I hope we can just slot in nicely somewhere and be running, hitting the line strong, and be wrapped.
2: You're driving Sue's dash in the ninth on the card. Is barrier one a good thing? Yeah,
5: well, it was actually changed his old attitude this horse the last sort of month it, um it didn't want to be there for for a few of its starts, and then things just click with it. His last couple have been very good, uh, hit the line strong last time out, um, and then it, it normally it, it should be right from one so doing that, it'd have to be a good chance, that
2: horse. And the last on the card, mate, Um, you're on Tower of Luck, off the unruly in a big field, which over 2,000 metres means you could be giving them a decent old start.
5: Yeah, it's very hard, unruly, and then, like you say, 2,000 metres, big field, not ideal either. But I'm uh, saying that the horse has got ability to split himself down um, manners-wise. But if I can punch through and get a nice drag up, me. Key to this race is if they go hard up front, brings them into play. If they don't, they, they won't. So, uh, yeah, hopefully they go hard up front for us.
2: John, a couple of good results at Addington on Friday night. Dance till dawn beat a nice field, and look, she's always been a good type of a horse. What do you make her Dance for Dawn? Is she a horse who, with her natural speed, could end up at a nice Mears race this year?
5: Yeah, definitely. She won the Uncut Gems last time, and we've done a wee wind up since then, and. uh like she's, she's raced right from two, to two three and, and early four. She's raced against the good ones and fronted it up. Not been far away at all. So um, I think that, she, nice, that nice, nice run the other night that didn't go overly really hard and hit the line very strong. So, yeah, I think she can compete with the nicer mirrors around the country.
2: Open-class trotter Ardy by the hill was back and not a bad fresh-up run behind Mystic Max, who was a little bit fitter than you. Um, you'd have to be happy enough with that.
5: Yeah, very good run, because he got quite sick up in Auckland, uh, audio and Road Cup time, unfortunately, so he put him aside, and he's only had the one trial uh, prior to the other night, so he badly needed it, had a good blow, but he's pulled up great, so uh, looking, forward to, looking forward to him being in the bigger races this season.
2: OK, Smithy's Terror was, was OK in the Morris Holmes vase in fifth and went a pretty good time, 3.12. Um, Smithy's Terror... Going to be a horse you're thinking's a New Zealand Cup horse again, or is it a case like a lot of those horses at that level? It's let's see if we can pick up a decent race on the way through.
5: Yeah, was we'll, we'll going most of those lead-up races, but like he ran third in the Auckland Cup, and the key key to that was um finding two very good horses. The key was that the stepping quick the other night, he got a fraction fraction on the wrong foot at the start, mm-hmm. put him with at the back, but but the way he mm-hmm. hit the line was was quite impressive. So uh, it was pleasing anyway, and. But the key to, for him to get money in those lead-up races, he's got to step quick, find the fence, and so go, go along, get a nice run, and he won't be far away, so we'll crack at the New Zealand Cup, hopefully, with him.
2: John, we're starting to see some of these good three-year-olds the stable have come back into work, over or come back to the races over the last couple of weeks. What's the one who gives you a good feel? What's the one we should be putting in into our black book or following when we see it turn up at Addington?
5: Probably Charlie Brown, the way, um, the way he hit the line last time out. He's, he's a long way back, and he should have, shouldn't have probably got as close as he did. Um, he hasn't been far away off those early two, those good two-year-olds and early three-year-olds. Um, he's a sort of horse. He's, he feels a bit stronger this time in. Um, a good follower good follower of speed, and he's got speed to boot
2: with it. So probably him. John, we appreciate your time, mate. Get round safe today at Rungiora. Thanks for that, Mike. It's John Dunn and Matt Purvis. We thank them for their help today to try and find us a winner at Rangi Ora and also follow Charlie Brown from the Dunn stable. We'll take a break here on Trot's Talk. Thank you for taking time out of your Sunday morning to join us. On the other side of this, Courtney Buchanan from Harness Racing New Zealand. Welcome back to Trot's Talk, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand. All the infos on HRNZ dot co dot nz if you want to ever get a winner or see some replays or find out more about things like blue september it starts as you would expect uh, this week with september and it's harness racing getting behind a very important cause to talk more about that is courtney buchanan from harness racing new zealand good morning to you courtney Morning, Mac. How are you? I'm happy, thank you. Look, talk to me about Blue September, how it's come about and what we're trying to raise awareness for and, of course, money for.
0: Um, well, as you know, Mac, we, um, we've we been involved in the Team Teal campaign for ovarian cancer for a few years now. So um, a couple of years ago, we thought, what can we do um, for the male side of the industry? So we um, decided to get on board with the Blue September campaign Um, So that supports uh, the Prostate Cancer Foundation of New Zealand. Um, So over the month of September, we have 12 uh, male drivers who are our ambassadors, and they wear blue pants throughout that month to raise funds and awareness, and all all those funds go to the Prostate Cancer Foundation.
2: Okay, how do they raise funds? Is there the opportunity for people listening to this to go out and sponsor their favourite driver?
0: Yeah, yep, that's how it works, Mick. So um, we've got the majority of our clubs on board, as well as HRNZ. So um, they, they get $100 from the club and $100 from HRNZ per win. Um, and they also have their own individual sponsors. So um, I think just about all the ambassadors so far have someone sponsoring them or a group of sponsors, um, and yeah, that's how they, how they make the money.
2: Okay, how do people get involved in becoming a sponsor um, for one of their favourite drivers?
0: Uh, So they just need to contact me. Um, So if they pop on the HRNZ website, there's a blue September page on the front page. So if you just click into there, it has all the information about becoming a sponsor, what events we're running, and um, just where the money goes and who our ambassadors are, because there's 12 of them um, dotted throughout the country.
2: Okay, there's a blue September launch dinner at Addington this Friday. Can people pop along to that and what's on show there?
0: Yeah, so that's our sort of how we're going to kick the campaign off this year. Um, it's always been a great night, um, the launch dinner. So we're hoping for what well, we know it'll be another great night this um, this year. So yeah, on Friday at Eddington, tickets are still available. Um, they're fifty five dollars each, with ten dollars going straight to the foundation, and tables of ten are five hundred dollars. Um, there's a buffet dinner included. Uh, so, great raffles throughout the night and a punters club, which um, has a fantastic trip to Queenstown to give away. So, it's definitely worth coming along. Um, there's obviously the race meeting on that night as well. So, lots of entertainment.
2: All right, Courtney, uh, Harness Racing New Zealand's announced some stakes increases in the last month or so. So, an extra near, near five million goes into the industry. New Zealand Cup's gone up to 750 grand. The Grand Prix was a great success last December. Um, There's been some tricky times, but there's some really cool things happening down there at HRNZ.
0: Yeah, it's a really exciting time, actually, Mick. Um, I think that we're definitely moving in the right direction and, yeah, things are looking up and, yeah, it's a really, really exciting time and really exciting to be involved.
2: Well, we think it's great that you're getting behind the boys. We do such a wonderful job for ovarian cancer. And of course, that's not just a, a female issue. It's, it's a male issue because we're all in this together. So we flipped it over for Blue September. Um, Courtney, just once again, for people to get more information or to actually participate in this great campaign, what's the best way for them to go about that?
0: Yeah, just jump on the HRNZ website, so hrnz.co.nz. And if you just scroll down a wee bit, you'll see a tab um, and it says Blue September. So click on that and all the information is in there. We've got some great events throughout the whole country, actually, um, throughout September, um, including um, Cambridge are running a race night with um, Tony Johnson's uh, sports commentator coming along. Um, there's an ambassador-only race where all 12 ambassadors will drive at at Mach-Karra on the 24th. A golf tournament down in the southern region, and also a bingo night at Addington. So there's a lot going on. Um, so have a look on the page, see what you can get involved in, and contact me if you'd like to sponsor an ambassador.
2: I talk about lots going on. You've been a very busy girl. How's motherhood going, and how old's Bubba now?
0: Uh, she's actually, she'll be two in December. So it's very full-on, uh, working full-time, and obviously being a mum full-time as well. So, yeah, no, it's definitely full-on, but it's really rewarding and um no she's great she's um she's walking around and talking and everything so don't, yeah. don't tell
2: me your birthday's is <laughs> the, the, the 10th don't tell me it's grand prix day
0: <laughs> no no she's the 20th so oh, pretty okay.
2: close to christmas okay okay <laughs> otherwise she might have been having a very quiet birthday or off to the trots she, hey, she courtney, might have been
0: coming to grand prix day <laughs> courtney thanks for
2: joining us tonight great stuff on this campaign we appreciate all the effort that goes into it
0: No, thanks for having me,
2: Mick. That's Courtney Buchanan. Just go to hrnz.co.nz to uh, find your favourite driver. Even if you donate $10 a win, they're probably going to, at best, drive four or five winners over the course of the, the month. And $50 goes to prostate cancer research. And, of course, it's a it's a disease that affects a lot of people, men and women, of course, because if a guy gets it, they've got a family and it affects them as well. So it's not just about helping out the guys. All right, more information about that on hrnz.co.nz. We'll take a short break here on Trot's Talk. On the other side, the genius Mark Purden joins us for a quick update on the superstars.
3: Major hot, a length clear. Double jeopardy in the trail. Vesum getting every chance. Then came ultimate him. Melody Banner comes into it quickly. Three wide and three lengths away. Two major hipster. It's major hot in front though. Shaken up on the outside. Double jeopardy. Vesum sweats the lane. Then Melody Banner. 28-6 third quarter. Major hot, two clear. Vesum gives chase. Then double jeopardy. And Melody Banner still major hot in front. Vesem trying hard the outside. Then double jeopardy. Major hot a half. Vesum coming from double jeopardy. Major hot. Vesem the outside. Vesem hit the front and Vesem goes four in a row. Vesem won it. Second the outside double jeopardy. Third in Major hot. Fourth in Melody Banner. That was
2: Vesem remaining unbeaten at his fourth start at Addington on Friday night and once a Purden horse keeps winning them in a row, punters keep jumping on. Mark Purden joins us this morning. Good morning to you Mark. Good morning, mate. Mate, he's got a bit of pressure on him now, Vesem, hasn't he? Because all of a sudden he feels like he's our best, at least, southern two-year-old. Um, is he actually that good, or is it a case that we're going to find out just how good he is over the next four months?
6: Probably a little bit of both, I think. Yeah. I think um, you know, I think he is a very, very nice horse, but uh, you know, being up in Auckland and seeing the, the two-year-olds uh, at that time racing up there, I thought they were quite, quite strong, so... Um, uh, it'll be an interesting clash when they, when they do meet, finally.
2: It's been a bit of a weird situation, hasn't it, the change of calendar, because we used to have all our good two-year-old races sort of between February and late May, and now we bring these horses up and we put them aside again. Last year, the ones who were the best horses at the end of the year were the same ones who were the best horses at the start of the year. Do you think that's going to continue, or is there room now under the new calendar for horses we didn't see in the first half of the year to emerge in the second half, Mark?
6: Yes, I think there's a good chance you'll see sort of a, a change of the guard with the, the horses just not being that forward early and, uh, and being given the time to come out in the second half of the year and, and be very, very good. So they are, I think it has its merit, giving them a, the babies the extra time.
2: Um, do you have a horse, you and Nathan, in the stable who could emerge in the second half of the year? Maybe we didn't see it in the first half?
6: Well, we had one by Lazarus that we really liked, but um, he ended up having a couple of bone chips in a knee just recently, so he's out for the the remainder of the season now for him. Uh, But he was one that would have been a pretty nice horse.
2: What's his name, Mark?
6: I couldn't tell
2: you. I I absolutely... (laughs) The the second that came out of my mouth, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Um, Anything Goes raced in the Morris Holmes Vase the other day. When he led, I thought he was going to win, but he didn't.
6: No, um, you know, uh, initially, I was a little disappointed. Uh, but when, when I analysed the race, maybe, maybe not so much. I think uh, he worked a little early to get the lead, and then and, and copped a little bit of pressure down the back. Now, I'm sure, he's going to have to be able to handle that come November. But um, I think second up, you know, maybe there's still improvement in him, and I'd, I'd like to think that.
2: There's better horses to come. Uh, Akuta is back in work. So is Self Assured. So we'll stick to the open class horses first. How do they both look, and when do we see them?
6: They both look great. They they had about five weeks out in Matter and then they went on to the Water Walker at Margaret Park, and they came back just looking absolutely a picture. So uh, thrilled with them. They've had the hobbles on about three times now. So still a little way to go with them, but um, they should they should be at the track um, trialing anyway. Towards the end of September.
2: Okay we often think the Canterbury Classic which is on the last Friday of September is the kickoff point for those horses are we thinking it may not be that that quickly this year we might have to wait another week?
6: No we're probably going to have to wait another week and I think you know that last race the Auckland Cup was 26th of May and and you know with the weather the way it was up there we were either battling greasy heels or foot infections so it was just nice to give them a, a good break and forget about them and um, you know, hence it's just the way it was. And, um, you know, this, this year, which is going to be a little bit later, coming back.
2: The real glamour girl of New Zealand harness racing is the unbeaten Millwood Nike. She's always been tall, but she hasn't been very round. How's she come back from her spell?
6: She looks great. I, I, I don't know whether it's the water walker or the treadmill. It's, um, she came back with the other two boys, but uh, she's certainly developed a lot, particularly over the hind muscles, and, and she looks stronger, so uh, she looks in great shape.
2: I was talking to Nathan about a month ago. He said he would like to stick to the Phillies races with her for the rest of the season. Do you think that's doable?
6: Uh, quite possibly. Um, I'd be inclined just to see how she does step up. We've we've never been sort of afraid to to race them in a in, a, in an open company event. You know, if you're dodging perhaps the best ones. Um, so so we'll, we'll just see how she progresses. You know, in early races and and make a call from there but you know that that would be ideal but um, obviously there's going to be races that she's not going to be eligible for
2: a very good male three-year-old is don't stop dreaming what's his (coughs) plans and trajectory towards the new zealand derby
6: yes he's not far away from a a trial i'm really really happy with his, his training and uh um, maybe maybe only about two or three weeks away from a trial. Had a couple of little setbacks with, with foot issues, but uh, over them now and, and uh, he's on the road back.
2: What's a horse that, because obviously you're dialling back into the stable now, Nathan's sort of running the day-to-day part of it, and what's a horse since you've been busier in the stable in the last month that you've liked the feel of?
6: Well, probably... Uh, now he's probably now seven year old as Oscar Bonavina. He's uh, he had a nice break up at Manama and came came back here and done all his work back here. But he's trotting particularly well and, and feels very very strong in his work. So uh, hopefully this will be his year.
2: When do we see him?
6: Uh, probably in a couple of weeks at the trials and then uh, then he'll be ready.
2: Okay, Mark Nathan is in Victoria. He took high energy, I think, to Shepparton for the Shepparton Trotting Oaks the other night, and she got the job done. Um, She had a funny old autumn, high energy. Is she going to do a job here in the spring? It's always sort of a difficult
6: year, but... um you know, certainly she's very good and it was lovely to see her perform the way she did and handled superbly by Craig Sugars So uh, it's a good starting point and it's good introduction back to racing. She gets to race her own sex and age over the year um, probably wouldn't have the same luxury here. So it's a big big help in trying to make a horse and um, she should come come back here with um, She'll come back pretty tightly assessed, so she'll, she'll need to be pretty good. But just the same, she's a lovely trotter, and um, she's one that's probably capable of taking that step to open
2: company. Mark, thanks for your time. That's Mark Perd and we have to go because we've had so much information on the show. That's Trox Talk, courtesy of Harness Race New Zealand. Thanks for joining us on a Sunday.